0: Hello, and welcome back to these fucking teenagers. Shut up. Chuck dies the, the the podcast in which we uh, subject the the death of Chuck bass from gossip girl to a level of scrutiny it definitely deserves absolutely. Um- with you uh, back from a, a brief hiatus hiatus hiatus. Um, I'm Ryan Sheely, and uh, with me is, is Matt Rather, hey. if that is your real name. <laughs> I mean, after all, you are you are an actor and and actors what they do is deceive people with their acting. Right. Although you're not a white trash actor from Florida, or are you? Or
1: am I. Yes, absolutely. My name is uh well it can't be Ivy, because that's already ta- Yeah, exactly. What's a, what's a, another climbing plant, but that can be a Basil. Your name is Basil. I'm Basil. Yes, my name is Basil. I'm from uh, uh, Florida. Not even Florida. I'm from Arizona. I'm from West it's Texas. Ar-
0: yeah, you're from I, West Texas. I wrote, I wrote
1: <laughs> 900 cubic centimeters of raw, whining power. So, Ryan, what do we have on deck today?
0: Whoa, what are you, the host or something? No, I. Um,
1: I you were the first to speak. So, you know, I'm just trying to keep you on task. You're welcome. Oh.
0: No, you know, I think that what we have is is, is a discussion of uh, of identity, right? So we're here. We have of a, a four to five, three to four episodes of, of Gossip Girl. We're we're doing Gossip Girl, um, kind of closing out this half of uh, of, of season five. And the practi- um,
1: the practical upshot of that for the listeners is uh, start watching ahead on Friday Night Lights because probably the next couple of these are going to be uh, going to be in Texas.
0: That's right. Um, I. That's right. So, but we have we have some gossip girl to cover, and we'll see. we'll see what we get through in this episode, and then we can, um, you know, if, if there's if, if we if there's any themes to to go deeper into um, over the holidays, we'll um, we'll do that. But let's, you um, know, all of our talk about uh, about false identities uh, and and the, the questionability of identities is driven by what was really kind of one of the central plot lines of this of this stretch of uh, of Gossip Girl is the continued um, plot lines about the imposter Charlie, um, which is like, I mean, it's really had a tremendous amount of legs. I mean, now there's almost been a season's worth of, of plot devoted to this to this character. Um, right. Because the, the most of the back half of season four was devoted to this character. Um, then she she disappeared in the season finale or the penultimate uh, episode of season four, I forget which, um, but then reappeared and has really been a central character here as it but this has been about her, you know, gradually trimming away the the, the um the, the, the connections to her prior life and and entrenching herself um uh as as a Rhodes, right? As as Ivy Rhodes. Um and that, you know, and and we're we're meant to be uh believe that and a lot of this is is engaging in maneuverings with her ex-boyfriend Max, who has come to New York uh in search of her, um and then and then um gradually First tries to win her back and then tries to blackmail her uh, and then in between also tries to um, get with Serena. Right. Um, and and, and, and we, we were led to believe at the, at the beginning of this most recent episode – um which I believe is called riding in town cars with boys. <laughs> um, uh that 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 this transformation is complete. That we see Charlie or Chivey, I guess as she's been called on the internet, uh cutting up her Ivy Dickinson um or her her real um driver's license, um and, and there being plans for her her debutante party being announced. Right. So this is like really her Creation, her formal like ratification as a person in this world—that um, all all claims are put to doubt, uh, to to rest, or, or are they? But I think that even beyond kind of chronicling this, I mean, let's let's jump in, Matt. You know, um, what do you what do you think about this plotline, and uh, um, and 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 what it, what do you think that that's doing for us in what we're we're discussing uh, in this show with respect to the major kind of TFT themes in Gossip Girl?
1: Well, I... I think this plot has not been very interesting to me, I, right? And I don't know. I don't know if it's been to you, and so I don't want to. I don't want to be too like. Rude. I am
0: my my feelings are really hurt. First of all, because <laughs> I think this is probably one of the most interesting things. I mean, I've pretty much changed my entire research agenda, um, and I'm and I've actually founded a program um, of of chivy studies, an interdisciplinary
1: uh, center of excellence.
0: I, I think you can say that. Like, let's just say that I'm I'm a real chivy league academic. Uh, <laughs> Oh god <laughs> um, uh, and 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 so i am really i'm really threatened by your total boredom with this plot line um, here's, the, here's the
1: problem with it we did pretty much everything you know we did the scheming to get money out of it we did the uh you know the we did the um reveal of ivy we did that all last year you know so we're in a we're in a situation of such such dramatic irony uh coming into this season um and that's not bad necessarily uh if it's used to ramp up the tension you know what i mean if it's if it's used to exploit the um the difference between what the characters know and what the audience knows for uh you know, the purpose of entertainment, but it's not that right. It's, it's like, it gets kind of boring when it's just the story of uh, information you already know, sort of coming to, uh, coming to light for the characters. There's also been too many false starts, right? Like the, there's not been a straight line trajectory though. I do appreciate that, that, um, I do appreciate that at least they're making an attempt at a, you know, a, a 10 or 12 episode arc for uh right for for a whole half of a season with this Ivy stuff and her, you know, leading to her uh kind of half confessing to Rufus um in the hospital and then slipping out at the end uh at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um we've tread this ground of the uh of the imposter um before. You know?
0: Well I think that's what I was gonna say is that in some ways that's one of the you know, post season I was gonna say post season one, but really, I mean, always Gossip Girl has this concern about the imposter, uh, the imposter and who can enter um This social circle, who can legitimately become a part of it or not, right? So this maintenance of boundaries is is central to um, to the show, and and in season one, it's about Dan and Jenny, right? And they are the um, and and you know in some ways. it, it's a little false because we know that um, these two characters are main characters, or we know that these actors are you know stars. They're not like recurring guest stars or special guest stars or whatever they would be called um, in terms of the production credits. But um, in the narrative, it's them becoming part of this body and be, being kind of absorbed into this this culture is 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 part of what season is largely what season one is about, um, right? And it's, they and and they really right again. This is part of the. Um, you know Dan's novel, which recaps a lot of the um, events. Uh, we're led to, you know, it implies is implied that Dan's novel uh, re- recounts the events of like season one and season one and two of Gossip Girl. Right. Uh, it's called Inside, yeah. right? And it's this process of either assimilation or or uh, both assimilation and capture, right? Uh, depending on your perspective on it. And then from that point on, a lot of the large arcs concern large or small uh, arcs concern various kinds of... Um, intruders into this world, and there, and it's almost always, you know, someone who is entering this world is not who they purport to be. Um, there is the what was it? There, there, was the socialite. Was it Poppy? Poppy Lifton right? Um, who is the con artist? Um, we've had various Georgina um, intrusions. Right. And Georgi- um, I mean,
1: it's Georgina is an interesting figure because she really does sort of belong. That that is to say, let's let's back up. Let's zoom out a little yeah, bit. And sure. How sure. Can, sure. How can you get into this world if this is my assertion from the beginning has been that this is a um, this is an old school aristocratic worldview mm-hmm. is, what, is what Gossip Girl sort of puts forward, and that
0: but it, um, but it's a, it's one that where it's not because in an in, in, in aristocracy it's purely genealogical, right? That it's 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 birth and marriage really are how those, you get and it, and
1: actually those are the main. Right. Those are the main ways. Right. You're it's it's not until Rufus marries Lily uh, Mm, mm, that mm. they really you know what I mean? That like Dan and Jenny moved in to the Upper East Side. Uh, you know, penthouse or I, I'm not exactly sure where they're supposed to live, but like a building on the park or something like that, or, uh,
0: I yeah, know. it's a little vague. It's a little vague, actually. Um, it's, it's just, I just assumed it's, you know, in a dirigible floating above, uh, the, it's just over east side, uh, the, you know, uh,
1: I I read, the, uh, I read The Sunday Times in Los Angeles as like my you know last vestige of connection back to the East Coast, The New York Times and there are always in the magazine on Sundays there are always these opulent real estate ads for you know 20 million dollar six bedroom uh, you know apartments on Central Park and looking uh, looking out at the, the views of those it's funny that you never seem to see any windows right in Lily's in Lily's mm. apartment uh, that is to say they haven't. So, Maybe it's
0: maybe it's a bunker. Right. They haven't committed <laughs> it is deep to... underneath, deep well, well, uh, in you know, deep underneath the, the the surface of it's it's deep underneath the East River. Uh, and the,
1: right. Exactly. And the elevator is actually an elevator down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have to commit to a. Uh, they don't have to commit to a precise location. Um, the the way that they have with the loft, you know, in in Brooklyn. Uh, right. Which is in like Dumbo or something like that, right?
0: Right, right, right. When you have these establishing sh- shots, and you don't have as many or if or any establishing shots of the um, of the penthouse or really any of the Upper East Side buildings, right? It's just that's that's there. That is the default, and the Empire Hotel and Dumbo are the deviations from that.
1: Yeah, um, that didn't used to. I mean, that didn't used to be the case. There used to be. Um, there used to be establishing exterior shots and they were never of the buildings. They were never in the places where they uh, seem to be, but when they were staying at the Waldorf or something, the exterior shot was a building on park. That's not actually the Waldorf, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, but so they've moved away from that. And that's, that's kind of interesting, but it's, so, it's sort of, it's sort of beside, it's sort of beside my point here. Like,
0: right. All right. About entering into this world. But I mean, I think it is, the, but I think that the, the social space and phys- and geographical space, Matter, right? This is something that we talked about, um, I believe, in the episode uh, that was the season – in which we discussed the season three finale, which was called The Cremaster Field. Right. Right, and that and that that was about various reconfigurations um, of the like of, of the relationship between geographical and social space. Well, and it works. Uh, I mean,
1: it works in terms of of these binary oppositions, and very often there is a you know standing tall. There is a uh, a sort of phallus of connection between the two pendulous orbs of uh, of opposed geographic regions. Right, that is to say, yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. United States, Europe, East Coast, mm-hmm. West Coast are you know are sort of all examples of this, and uh, with you know the Empire State Building being like an important uh, an important sort of landmark in that season three, uh, yeah, in that season three finale, um, right, right, being right, the sort right. of the phallus that anchors the crewmaster field, um, right,
0: right, right. But so, so right so you're but you're you're, you're so in this case you're are have, talking about the entering of the social space which is largely right. through like you say birth birth and marriage
1: and and marriage and it can also be done by fiat right like that is to say when when I say that it's an old school aristocratic view I I mean it doesn't necessarily operate like an old school. Uh, aristocracy operates. But what I mean is that sort of deeply encoded in this thing is the idea that some people are just better. You know, there Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. right, it's a great man theory of history, or actually, in this case, more of a great woman theory of history. And one of the interesting uh, interesting things about the Archibalds is that there seems to be a man at the head of the family, uh, at the head of that family, rather than a woman, which is uh, unusual in this world where we have Lily and Eleanor and sort of blair ascendant uh, louis 's mother, you know what I mean We have these kind of matriarchal this matriarchal based um, social organization, but the idea is that like these these women are, and you know maybe it's important that it is women because uh, you know women make people. You know, in in sort of the female capacity to give birth, you can bring about the the uh, the next generation, and so maybe maybe it's it's right that it's women who kind of confer membership, uh, confer a kind mm. of rebirth mm. or re-rebirth, if you will, um, into the. Uh, who can kind of ratify people as being one of us, even if they're not born, Mm. uh, even if they're not born into the class, or even if they have kind of besmirched, um, uh, besmirched their name and for matriarchal, the upper class society in New York, uh, and also for this kind of um, doing things by fiat and the limitations of that. uh, I refer everybody to Edith Wharton's the age of innocence and especially the Martin Scorsese adaptation, um, of it, where you know, when Michelle Pfeiffer comes back to America after having been thoroughly debauched uh, by her marriage to the European count, you know, where all kinds of of uh, all kinds of weird S and M club stuff happened to her back there, um, her reemergence into New York society in the form of appearing in an opera box is ratified by um, one of the old uh one of the old families uh and like the this is challenged by the new guard who's like no she's you know she's all she's Mm. all debauched and used up and and you know what i mean no good anymore uh you know she's damaged she's damaged good socially and the one of the old line there's a great line in it from one of the old line men it's like well if one of the the families decides to stand behind her, that should be considered final. You know? So you got, so you have birth, marriage, and then by fiat, which is kind of something that happens to, uh, that happens to Charlie Ivy. Though we don't know, though the characters... Who are doing it don't know that that's what they're doing. You know what I mean? Lily
0: right? They thinks- they believe that they are just kind of recognizing Recapitulating, birth,
1: right? yeah her yeah, birth, yeah, yeah. but that yeah, yeah. in fact, uh, right? In fact, they're kind of bringing this foreign agent into their uh, into their midst, into their circle, right?
0: Yeah, and I think that that's and And again we we saw that also, so I was, I was going through a litany of some of the plot lines that were like that. I mean the other one that that was like that and had a similar kind of length in terms of the um, the the length was uh, was the Juliet plot juliet, line. yeah um, and I think that what 's a little different here is that juliet juliet 's goal was to create chaos, right that you know in some ways these intruders are using um, using the connection to this world for, for private gain of some time. Um, I think that Juliet's mission was to bring it all down or was specifically to bring Serena down. Right. Um, but because of, you know, the centrality of Serena in this, um, in this, in this world, uh, it would, it would, it would sort of constitute a, a catastrophic change. I think with, with um with chivy um it started as this type of opportunistic and self serving role but as you said like the it, it has the the, the this, these the the seeking of money um has been stripped away and it 's become about um or it, it purports to be about having having a family and and belonging somewhere um and and I think that um, and there. And I think that part of what's interesting here is that there's this this tension of, um, you know, people are continuously saying to her, "Oh, you're a Rhodes," right? Um, right. And that, and and yet the way in which she behaves, you know, in, in some ways, part of being a Rhodes um, is is having an understanding of the not only just the normative rules of this universe of what what you ought to do and what it means how a rose ought to behave but i think there's also a set of kind of causal rules in this universe of of like social processes of social causation that if you do this you then this will happen um and that and that often ivy doesn't fundamentally you know that she she is from a world in which the the laws of social physics behave differently than the laws of sh- social physics um in in the upper east side and so many of the things that happen come from her not understanding social causation in this world and i think that this comes you know this i think that and i think that that is what is if there is something interesting or important about this this character um it's it's that right and that and And I guess we could just debate whether Dan ever has has learned like the laws of social causation in this world um or if anyone really understands them, but I think that with with Chyvie, it comes to a head um in the end of this most recent episode in which she you know sends the gossip girl blast that Chuck and Blair are there um and you know nobody even even at this point Rufus has you know come to understand the rules of this world so much that he would say, you know, he says, why would you do that? Um, Well, I mean,
1: let's talk, is is this a point at which we should, is this a point at which we should pivot? Like, I, though, like, Ivy's doing that is in line with the Gossip Girl, uh, you know, the proud Gossip Girl tradition of not being able to see farther than 15 minutes ahead in time. Mm. You know Mm. what I mean? This sort of ultra-tactical, short-term Uh, planning at the total expense of any kind of grand strategy. So
0: so that's interesting. I mean, I think that's an interesting question of whether anyone, so I guess this is my question, is does anybody understand the laws of causation in this world? Um, I mean, I guess that's an interesting question. I mean, it would be interesting to code, because I I know in the last time uh, episode that we discussed, Gossip Girl, you precisely um, made that argument that that and I forget who you we were talking about in that case, but there's an instance of being very short sighted and tactical. Yeah. But I, I mean it'd be interesting to to actually I mean I don't know how you would actually come up with a, a measure of that type of behavior. I think it would be able to be done. But again, would be fascinating to go back through the series and and code the um like actions of um of characters with respect to how like myopic or not they are um and 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 get a it's, sense yeah, of it's whether impossible. this is systematic across all characters right. or whether it ver- it varies between characters between dyads right that whether that it's that Blair is in some cases um like with respect to minions uh, is extra has has foresight um, but with respect to like. You know, more peers, she lacks foresight, or whether it is it is gendered or is age specific. Like it would be fascinating to know. Because I, I think that there's a lot more heterogeneity there than you know. So that there is um, a prevalence of, of of a lack of foresight, but I don't think it is it is universal, right? Because like I think that you can. There are many instances of individuals playing it out. Um, relatively, in relatively yeah, the sophisticated. Other, yeah, the other ways.
1: dimension. Sure. Well, I guess so. I mean, they they seem to, but like take the Juliet uh, uh, take the Juliet plotline for example. It seems to me that um, her attempts to create chaos are not all that well um, uh, uh, planned out. That is to say, like once you have the chaos, why are you doing that? You know, like the the sort of specifics of the revenge uh are not really thought well out and so it's it's less of a it's less of a grand strategy than a kind of uh occupy the upper east side movement where you know where we just kind of plant our flag here and see what kind of damage we can do
0: sure uh, oh, that, i mean that's that's very interesting and i and i think that's like you know in some sense i mean <laughs> i guess that's also what charlie is doing as well but it's a different um it's it's as if, like you know, Charlie is if like, like both Charlie and Juliet are if the occupy movements, um, you know, instead of um, of. Like it's, it's if the, as if the Occupy movements all dressed up like investment bankers and all swarmed Wall Street. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, it
1: actually strikes me as a much better way. Let's call that the um, uh, the Thomas Crown affair strategy. Right. Like that's a much better way to actually occupy Wall Street than you know showing up in like Patagonia fleece and you know your hipster beard. And, actually,
0: let's uh, let's call it the I am Spartacus strategy. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Sure.
1: <laughs> um, I was just thinking of the suits and bowler hats as being a yeah, good yeah, uh, as being yeah, a good yeah, costume yeah. for uh, for actually occupying Wall Street instead of the kind of the kind of uh, political the kind of political theater. But actually, I mean, like talking about the Occupy movement and their lack of a kind of coherent goal. I mean, they express a kind of vague, actually not a vague dissatisfaction, a pretty well defined dissatisfaction, but they do it without. Um, uh, without a political program uh right. so what happens to charlie is actually like what if you know what if just someone from the occupy movement was like made mayor of new york or made you know the head mm. of of uh i can't even name it a uh, bell uh, jp morgan and associates or something like that right like yeah, does yeah, that yeah, one yeah. still exist i i don't know you know mm-hmm. um Right. Bank of America. Let's ba- say. Sure, right, absolutely. Yeah, they they uh bought an investment bank. So like, right, so okay, you know, um uh Moonbeam, uh, you know what I mean, uh Smith, right? Okay, Moonbeam, you're now the head of Bank of America. What are you going to do? You know, and I guess from that point of view, Charlie's uh not being able to keep her shit together is is an understandable response, but the um uh, it's it's out of keeping with the the kind of steely eyed uh, determination we saw at the end of the previous episode, where it's like you can't touch me. I'm a Rhodes now. You I know, am a
0: Rhodes now. Yeah that, yeah,
1: that 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 girl who's like, okay, now I now I've made it and now I can enjoy it. Uh, just melt into a uh, just melt into a puddle of goo and and like I guess that kind of characterological flaw is the reason why she actually really doesn't belong in you know, uh-huh. uh, in the upper class, right? Like, can you imagine old school Blair having that kind of remorse? Blair and Chuck have been softened recently in a, in a, you know, in a move that I'm not at all – uh, really happy with. But can you imagine old school Blair being like, oh, shit, I, I can't go through with this, you know? No, Blair is a suicide bomber, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah. She, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if she's going to take herself down. It doesn't matter how much it hurts her. She, once she sets her sights on you, she is going to take you down. And mm-hmm. uh, the fact that Ivy just can't, you know, doesn't have the scroat for that... Um, it maybe is a signal that she, she actually doesn't belong. This might be a good opportunity to kind of turn our, uh, attention to one of the other big events recently, which is the, the revelation of gossip girl sources. I mean, you talked about, uh, you talked about, you know, the way that, uh, Chivey is, is sort of betraying, uh, the social code by revealing, uh, gossip girl sources, but the, um, uh you know but everyone has you know right like it's it's kind of a what an open secret i guess that everyone has sent something to gossip girl and you know it it, it strikes me well let me let me make a contention and you can agree or disagree as you um uh as you see fit it doesn't actually hurt anyone to see gossip girl sources revealed because it's an open secret that everyone has has let something slip
0: right well except for that no Nate has never submitted anything to gossip girl right that they're they're kind of reframing Nate as some kind of a moral force uh in these in this in this set of seasons a little uh, thing called
1: to, integrity
0: a little thing called integrity uh and it's no, neither family nor well, well I forget what is like really nor rain, again nor I
1: was the bloom of night will keep Nate from you know doing the right thing in all circumstances
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um Jason Street walks again um, and uh yeah no no uh, but so I think that's right so that there is the, 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 there is this open secret but I think that I mean I think at the same time it's that Everybody contributes to Gossip Girl, and nobody contributes to Gossip Girl, or something like that, right? Uh-huh. That that um, that the actual revelation of the of the sources um, is still is like if it were an open if it is an open secret as you contend, then why is it such a big deal that it's um, that that the sources are revealed uh, at all? Uh huh. Like I, that's, that's a question. Well, that's okay. So I,
1: I wonder if it is. I mean, I wonder if it is a big deal. I think this is a little trumped up on the part of the writers, right? That is to say, um, they need. That is to say, they needed something. And this is another. This is another pattern of Gossip Girl, and let's call it the my the writers room myopia, where it's it's. Um, I mean, I don't know. We don't know what goes on in the writers' room. I mean, I think actually the writers of the show are very smart. Uh, at least at the the micro level, it's it's always sort of quite uh you know up to the minute and and referential in a way that i find very entertaining i i don't know i don't mean to get uppity you, you can get very uppity as a critic those goddamn lazy writers and their lazy writing what the fuck do they know about writing i would write this show so much better than them uh so um okay so so here's the thing like uh this is not the first time that that something very big uh in the framework of the show um has uh, has been disrupted by a local, by a sort of small plot occurrence, and then the the big issue hasn't really been dealt with. Like I guess to uh, in this recent episode, there was some stuff about Gossip Girl about how no one is sending her uh, stuff anymore mm-hmm. because now they think mm-hmm. she's insecure. Um, you know, your anonymity is not is not protected really anymore when you um. Uh, your anonymity is not protected when you send an email to Gossip Girl. And so that sort of disrupts, that sort of disrupts the system. I mean, right, like Gossip Girl, what could be this kind of very moralistic uh, corrective to the excesses of the, of the Upper East Side, because the people who were revealing things, um, you know, did it without any fear that people would know that, that. They right, were, right, you know, right, 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 that right. They, that they were revealing things. Um, but the idea of Gossip Girl is this sort of all knowing Uh, This sort of all knowing thing like there are a couple of implications to that one is like in in some sense she's she's just an outgrowth of the the either the conscience or the guilt or the kind of collective schadenfreude or the uh, you know, whatever of of this community that she you know, that she chronicles. Um, Right. Right, uh, but on the, you know, on the other hand, she's still talking even after they are uh, even after they are all silent. And I, you know, I was thinking about the voiceovers, the sort of act beginning and act ending voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Those seem to have a different status than the Gossip Girl blasts. Or yes, updates,
0: yes. Right? Yeah. Isn't that true? Because it's that. I mean, I was precisely thinking about that at some point when like Gossip Girl went to dark. Right? When people stopped submitted, the the, the voiceovers continue like right if it were really accurate it would be like i don't know what's going on like um so there's like a gossip girl that is like omniscient um um, that that does not rely on like there's a voice of gossip girl the narrator um that does not rely on information that 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 in fact knows what is going on um but then there's the that same voice there's no distinction really between that voice and what is written on gossip girl's website and what are the blasts like, right right like
1: it's this sort of and the omni omniscient gossip girl is what is she omniscient about she's omniscient about like uh, you know I don't know witty aphorisms About living life you know careful Blair Sometimes when you don't eat your vegetables You get your just desserts You know what I mean It's, it's, it's that kind of thing rather than any specific Information that's uh, You know that's, that's being um, Revealed and so it's, a, it's always So Gossip Girl in that sense is always a voice For sort of ca- caution Humility uh, good manners Not getting above yourself um, You know and it's kind of a democratizing Force or at least is a, is a sort Sort of, um, uh, what, a, the has the force of kind of a, a court jester, has a kind of carnivalesque uh, force of of reducing uh, members of the aristocracy to being just, just people, right?
0: Right, but I think that what's interesting is that sometimes it does seem that she does that, like, with you know, comments on action that has only, that is that it, she, she, th- we hear the voice comment on both public action and private action. Right. So the voiceovers that we hear, like there are like things that happen that are reported to gossip girl. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to draw out a Venn diagram here. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, 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 there is like, there's a, a set of acts that, uh, there's a set of voiceovers and those are some of those voiceovers, um, are Gossip Girl blasts, and some are not. And then, similarly, some Gossip Girl blasts are read as voiceovers, but some are not. Right. right? And and, and then some of the things that we see voiced over... Like see as action are voiced over and some are not right so there's like this weird what is voiced over um, is is not entirely blasts like so so sometimes we get the blasts just read to us and sometimes we get things with the same tone and voice as the blast but which are things that are not yet blasted or may never be blasted right so then you kind of get that um, narration of what Blair is doing or what Dan is doing. Um, but there's no way that actual gossip girl knows that because it's not, it's not public. It's not been made. It's not been observed publicly. Sure. Um, so it's that somehow, you know, it's that, it, or, or it's almost that, um, um, the, 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 viewer, the viewer's mind – you know the, 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 the viewer is actually – their brain has a directed instantaneous connection to Gossip Girl. And so that um, when you see something, that then immediately updates to Gossip Girl and she delivers that as a blast only to, again, back to you, <laughs> if that makes sense. I,
1: think, well, like, I, I, that, like, I like that you <laughs> call her the Gossip Girl because it's like she's a social function. You know what I mean? She's not actually a person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 no. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I, do you think we will ever see Gossip Girl? Um, I don't know.
1: Like in the last thing, Kristen Bell comes on screen, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, Veronica Mars!"
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, something, something like that. Um, I mean, I think, I I feel like we're going in that direction, right? Once, given that we're not really backing down, because in, in, I believe it was season two, there was this goal to hack Gossip Girl, right? And this is part of where the exposing the sources came from. Right. Um, And, and, uh, it's because they, they have the, Eric and his it was Jonathan had the technology to do that, right? So they they wanted to find Gossip Girl, um, and I felt that that for me actually v- reminded me very much. I mean, when we, when we talked about that episode, we talked about the Joker wanting to find the Batman, um, right? And uh, and and that there was a a similar kind of um, a a. a Oh, I don't know. that There was a similar kind of, uh, of structure there. But, I mean, it seems now that this is going much further. Than, and, and now, especially we, we get this at the um, end of, of this most recent episode. Both Serena and Nate decide that they want to um, destroy the Gossip Girl and bring her down. Um, and, and, and you get a sense that that's something that they are being manipulated into by some consor- consortium of the old guard, right? right? That there is, Jack there is Bass some consortium of
1: Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley and, uh, you know, Nate's grandfather, right? Are, uh,
0: probably the, the ghost, the ghost of Bart Bass,
1: right? Sure. Uh, <laughs> spooky ghost. <laughs> Is, right. Yeah, exactly. That, that the kids are being manipulated uh, into it. Now, it, that's interesting because the grownups don't seem to have any skin in this game. Gossip Girl doesn't really talk about them. I mean, you know, major things like Lily and Rufus's marriage or uh, or, you know, Lily uh, and the ankle bracelet and stuff like that. Sure. But um Uh, but really Gossip Girl is focused on the kids because it's like, you know, Gossip Girl graduated with them from Constance and Gossip Girl, uh, went to college.
0: Wait, do we know that? Wait, is that that true?
1: No, we don't know that Gossip Girl went to Constance, but Gossip Girl, uh, you know, sent a, uh. Sent a a blast out specifically targeting the kids graduating from uh, from college. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. you know, in it, she said, "I'm going to college with you." So the idea is that you know she was kind of part of their social cohort uh, or their age cohort. And
0: well, no, I mean it means that it's like if you have like you know if 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 you have chlamydia when you graduate from from college, chlamydia goes to college with you. <laughs> but it's not that chlamydia is enrolling in college; it's just going with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Gossip Girl is a lot like a sexually transmitted Disease
0: Well, I mean, it, it is interesting it's, I, mean, but I wonder, it is, I wonder I
1: who she's romancing Gossip Girls need love too
0: I mean, I think this is interesting though It's because you do have this That do you know, Gossip Girl is this Distributed, and we've talked a little bit about this before But it's this distributed networked Entity, right? That, you know, that Yes, there is a voice of Gossip Girl um, But it has some I mean, it, it, it you know, for Gossip Girl to exist, right? It's it, you know that it, it requires everybody responding, right? It's it's that if he, it, and it has some similarities even to the um, the Occupy movement, right? And that that it, yes, there is like a Gossip Girl, but in some ways, that Gossip Girl is is like. Gotham Girl is kind of – it's a weird inversion of – you know what Gotham Girl is? It's a weird, weird inversion of the human microphone, right? Because um, the human microphone that's used in the Occupy movements, which was like just an improvisation um, to deal with not being able to have um, um, amplified sound of where one person, uh, speaks, uh, a else, uh, person speaks a short phrase and everyone else repeats. a short phrase and everyone else repeats? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Exactly. You missed my um.
1: You missed my um! (laughs) Great. Uh, (laughs) Great. But the point is that... Equitable financial policies and a more progressive tax
0: structure. When do we want it? Now! yesterday um yeah no but i think that gossip girl is an inversion of that of of rather than one to many it's like a many to one right that it's a uh, i don't know what the 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 version of of that
1: it's sort of a magnifying glass focusing the the you know rays of the sun onto a single point
0: right 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 but it still requires the crowd i guess is the similarity right that it's it still magnifies out um the the rumor rumor to spread and play a, a social role that it, it you know that almost changes it in kind right so i think i think there's something telling that you were saying is that there were there was always gossip before there was gossip girl and and, and you you get the sense that gossip has always played a role in as as part of the social order um, of the upper east side but that with the rise of of, that gossip girl is a product of, of information technology um, that allows of, of of mobile phones um, and and the internet that allows this kind of many, many to one to many, right? That's kind of the, the model of, uh, of gossip girl. It's many to one to many. Um, And, and, uh, and, and I think that that is, even though there were girls who gossiped, before there was never a Gossip Girl, um, and and that may be threatening. That maybe that may be threatening the ability to, you know, in some ways, the fact that the older generation does not use, or is not written about on Gossip Girl, um, and and does not use Gossip Girl is could also rather than them not being interested in it, you know, it's that they be. The worst thing is to be irrelevant, right? Um, in, in the world of Gossip Girl, right? That that yeah, I guess it would be worse if they were getting gossip, gossiped about, and it was like, you know, blowing up their their spot and exposing their plots or, or whatever. But actually, that does happen from time to time. To time. But then it's just that this is not a medium in which they, over which they have any influence, and and so I feel like part of the play here of right, it's a that um, that th- this spectator situation um and 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 Nate's grandfather being part of this is a a an attempt to kind of assert a you know it's a it's a old old media solution to a new media problem right that rather than Fight, you know, fighting um, counterinsurgency with counterinsurgency. They, they want to, you know, um, try to re-centralize. Um, and 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 in some ways, I, I don't know that it's an accident that Trip is also involved here, a, a politician, right, a representative of the state. And even even though, as far as he's also, you know, the, you know, a, a, a de facto acting as the representative of the power of this of this family, you know, there there, there are these. The, these are older forms of power, and that, that in some ways the this traditional, this um, almost pre-modern aristocratic society, right, and, and how power is transmitted and, and influence is used, and I think that's where they're um, – the The old guard appears to be threatened by it um, if if that makes sense, and I think the other person who's threatened by this is actually and I think this, this supports what I was saying is louis right and it's, it's Louis who exposes gossip girls' uh, sources um, in part because you know he, he, it almost seems that it, the part of the implication is well, a real aristocracy, a real monarchy would never do this um. I wouldn't wouldn't use this in this way, um, or or wouldn't be able to leave this paper trail, right? That um, there's a belief that you know that there there is at least some moral superiority towards his form of aristocratic society because it's the original kind and this one that it has kind of fused. With uh, with technology in this syncretic way, is some kind of a, uh, somehow a perversion of that of that more pure form, um, and so that's why it's telling that he is the one who ultimately um, uh, exposes the uh, the contributors.
1: Right. Well, and why it's such a kind of seen as kind of such a character failing for him by Blair and and probably by everyone if it became out if it came out became yeah. known
0: why 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 is that why why would it be seen as such a character failure just because it's that because it, it, it like i i mean it, it, it because it signals him as being a not really one of them um, and in a bad way that he's like a dinosaur, he's a relic of an older age.
1: Yes, right. Absolutely. But, I mean, that is to say he's he's kind of got the he's kind of got the um, the the worst of both worlds. That is, he's compromised yeah. as a he's compromised as an old world uh, agent and he's compromised as a new world agent. Uh, By what he does, by kind of descending into the kiddie pool and dealing with this world of bloggers on the one hand, and then also dealing with this world of bloggers in a way that violates the social rules of the the new world group that that he's he's at least trying to kind of uh, become a part of, though it's kind of not been without – Road bumps with his, you know, with his family kind of standing in for a more old world uh, view and Blair's family and friends, um, whom Louis uh, sort of criticizes, uh, standing in for the new world view, right?
0: Blair, Blair, your friends do not have your best interest at heart, Blair. (laughs) Uh, maybe we... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think at this point we don't have our listeners Best interest at heart, maybe we leave the conversation there
0: Sure, I, I think there's more So maybe we will come back then um, Over the holidays and, and do a little more Because I think we have some some stuff to talk about um, Regarding uh, Dan uh, And regarding some more details On, on The Spectator So uh, maybe we'll do one or two episodes In the coming weeks on um, Friday Night Lights And then we'll uh, dredge up um a few more uh, Gossip Girls, uh, but um, until then, you know we have we have we have lots more. Uh, there, you know how to get in touch with us, so we're not going to tell you. Um, but if uh, if you need to find, if you really need to ask, you know we do it for uh, for for Louis. We do, for, oh, blah, we, do for the, we do it for we do it for the we do it for Uh But you know, most of all, we we, we are we're doing it for as always uh, these these fucking. fucking Mic check, teenagers.
1: Yeah. <laughs>